Brewster for your morning. All the news you need to know. It's the WABC Early News on 77 WABC. Welcome to the 77 WABC Early News. I'm Deborah Valentine with your news, sports, business, traffic, and weather. And here's everything you need to know. The top five at five. They broke into a safe. He didn't even have anything in the safe. Newsweek reporting the FBI raid on former President Trump's Mar-a-Lago estate was based on key information from a confidential source. Donald Trump invokes the Fifth Amendment in his deposition before New York State Attorney General's investigation into the Trump Organization. Texas Governor Abbott channels Dirty Harry telling New York City's Mayor Adams to make his day as their feud over sending illegal migrants to New York City wages on. Congestion pricing looming, it could hit New Yorkers' wallets harder than anticipated. A New Yorker fearing for her own safety following a vicious attack at a Brooklyn park, which killed her beloved pet. The raid on Mar-a-Lago was based largely on information from an FBI confidential source, a source able to identify what documents former President Trump was in possession of and where they were located, according to two senior government officials, who spoke to Newsweek. The officials were granted anonymity. The FBI raid was deliberately timed to occur while former President Donald Trump was not at his Mar-a-Lago estate. 77 WABC radio host Judge Janine Pirro spoke about it on Fox News. At the end of the day here, what we've got is a corrupt Justice Department, a corrupt FBI, based upon what has happened in the last seven years. They've gone after Donald Trump for seven years. They will not stop. The FBI, the DOJ, the attorney generals, they want him on anything. And I'm telling you, as sure, sure as I'm sitting here, the guy's going to run for president now because they pushed his buttons. Both senior government officials say the raid was scheduled with no political motive. The FBI solely intent on recovering highly classified documents. Former President Donald Trump in New York City yesterday invoking the Fifth Amendment against self-incrimination as he testified under oath in New York Attorney General Letitia James' long-running civil investigation into his business dealings. During more than six hours at the AG's offices, Trump used his Truth, Truth Social Network to review the decor Very plush, beautiful, and expensive. And to suggest the AG was squandering time investigating him instead of attending to crime in New York City. James in the past has been very critical of Trump. Bring him down! His days are numbered! Feeding Donald Trump! Nothing else matters! What is fueling my soul right now is Trump. Trump called the person questioning him an out-of-control prosecutor and a racist. James, a Democrat, is the first black person to hold that post. Greg Abbott, governor of Texas, tapped into his inner dirty Harry Wednesday. Abbott publicly dared New York City Mayor Eric Adams to make my day by carrying through on Adams' threat to send New Yorkers to campaign against Abbott's reelection bid. Adams made the threat in retaliation for Abbott sending busloads of illegal migrants to New York City and other Democratic cities in order to highlight the out-of-control border crisis under the Biden administration. Here's Abbott on Fox. You know, I kind of feel like Clint Eastwood. Go ahead, Mayor. Make my day. Uh, There could hardly be anything better to aid my campaign against Beto O'Rourke than to have Beto O'Rourke have his campaign aided by a bunch of New Yorkers that will not be viewed very positively in the state of Texas. Abbott vowed to keep sending busloads of asylum seekers to New York City. The taunt echoed Eastwood's iconic line from the 1983 movie, Sudden Impact. 
congestion pricing in New York City is looming as early as next year, and it could be more costly than commuters expect. Here's 77 WABC's Bob Barnett. The MTA says toll pricing could range from 9 to $23 when the plan goes into effect as early as the end of next year. The projections are part of an environmental review, which includes a variety of possible prices for tolls to enter Manhattan below 60th Street. The cash-strapped MTA would benefit from the plan. Meantime, New Jersey residents are angry about paying extra tolls. Daniel Perstein is with the Riders Alliance. But for the folks who drive, they're going to get a credit toward their Port Authority toll when they pay the MTA toll. They're already paying. That's going to be acknowledged. New Jersey lawmakers are expected to oppose the plan. I'm Bob Brown for the 77 WABC Early News. A vicious attack against a Brooklyn woman and her dog who ended up dying has changed her perspective on city safety. This woman, Jessica, like many New Yorkers, says she no longer feels safe. The woman and her dog were attacked by a man in Prospect Park. She described the assault to CBS2. He began to spray us with what I later learned was urine. He chased us with what is um, a very long pole slash stick uh, that's wooden that um, he carries recycling on and just was swinging it wildly at us. He was muttering about immigrants taking over the park. Jessica's dog Moose died during a second emergency surgery and so far no arrests in this case. Looking at your forecast from the Ramsey Mazda Weather Center, we have a 40% chance of scattered showers and thunderstorms today. Cloudy skies early on, then it turns mostly sunny or highs 82. The overnight low 71 and mostly sunny day for your Friday, the high 78. Right now, 76 degrees. Actually, some light rain reported in some areas this morning. Well, Eric Trump, of course, the former president's eldest son, uh, revealing FBI agents refused to hand over the search warrant for the raid on Mar-a-Lago. And agents, he said, also kicked an attorney off the property during Monday's nine-hour operation at Trump's Mar-a-Lago estate in Florida. Speaking exclusively to DailyMail.com, Eric Trump said the 30 agents who arrived at the property asked staff to turn security cameras off, but staff refused. They ordered Trump attorneys to a driveway and used safe crackers to break into his father's safe. Eric Trump on Fox. You know, they went after him. They went after all of us. There's no family in American history that has taken more arrows in the back than the Trump family every single time. And you know what? It's gone on past politics. The FBI and U.S. Department of Justice are under intense pressure to explain the grounds for the search. The U.S. Justice Department has announced criminal charges. They did so Wednesday against a member of Iran's Islamic Revolutionary Guard Corps for allegedly trying to orchestrate the assassination of John Bolton. Bolton served in senior national security advisory positions during the Trump and Bush administrations. And Bolton spoke about it on CBS News. Well, I think it was sufficiently real that, uh, as I say, ultimately, the Secret Service was uh, was ordered by the president to to extend their protection to me again. So I, I certainly took it very seriously. Yes. The alleged plot was likely in retaliation for the January 2020 U.S. airstrike that killed Qasim Soleimani, commander of the Islamic Revolutionary Guard Corps. According to the Justice Department, prosecutors said Sharam Porsafi, a 45-year-old Iranian national and IRGC member, attempted to pay $300,000 to an individual in the U.S. to kill Bolton and said he had a second job for a million dollars. Former Secretary of State Mike Pompeo was also a target of the plot, according to federal law enforcement. 
After backlash for failed efforts to provide benefits for veterans affected by burn pits, President Joe Biden signed legislation Wednesday expanding federal health care services for veterans who served at military bases with burn pits. As a nation, we have many obligations. I've been saying this for a long, long time. We have many obligations, only one truly sacred obligation, to equip those we send into harm's way and to care for them and their families when they come home. That's a, we have a lot of obligations, but that's a truly sacred obligation we have. Biden's eldest son, Beau, died of cancer years after deploying to Iraq and estimates of affected troops run to about three and a half million burn pits were used in Iraq and Afghanistan and elsewhere to dispose of chemicals, cans, tires, plastics, medical equipment and even human waste. However, 70 percent of disability claims involving exposure to those burn pits were denied by the Department of Veterans Affairs. Two men in Washington, D.C. were attacked Sunday in a potential hate crime by assailants who allegedly used an anti-gay slur and referenced monkeypox, according to authorities. D.C. police Tuesday said they are investigating this attack as a possible hate or biased crime. One of the victims here, Robert, spoke to Fox 5 D.C. I've had way more experiences just this summer than I have my entire life. Uh, Specifically in the district. I live in Alexandria, but I I, I go to D.C. all the time for friends and and for... uh, work and such so um yeah it's just it's just crazy that this never nothing like this had ever happened in texas uh you know which i think a lot of people kind of associate with being more conservative or more um homophobic the two men were treated and released from a hospital dc mayor muriel bowser in a statement posted on twitter said she was extremely disturbed by the possible hate crime Homeless encampments that have proliferated in nearly every neighborhood of Los Angeles will no longer be allowed within 500 feet of schools and daycare centers. This is all part of a sweeping ban approved Tuesday, 11 to 3, during a city council meeting disrupted by protesters who said the law criminalizes the homelessness. L.A. City Council member Paul Kortz. This is the right thing to do. And just because Kenneth Mejia and his band of anarchists tried to break up two different meetings, Uh, we're not going to stand for it, and we're going to take the action that we need to take. L.A., among many cities throughout the U.S., struggling to deal with a surge in homelessness and large encampments scattered along sidewalks that have sparked public outcry. Well, Ukraine said Wednesday that nine Russian warplanes were destroyed in a deadly string of explosions at an air base in Crimea that appeared to be the result of a Ukrainian attack, which would represent a significant escalation in the war. Of course, Russia invaded Ukraine back on February 24th, Russia denying any aircraft were actually damaged in Tuesday's blast or that any attack even took place. But Satellite photos clearly showed at least seven fighter planes at that base had been blown up, others probably damaged. Ukrainian officials stopped short of publicly claiming responsibility for those explosions while mocking Russia's explanation that a careless smoker might have caused ammunition at the Saki Air Base to catch fire and blow up. A Beijing court Wednesday dismissed an appeal by a plaintiff in a high-profile Chinese sexual harassment case involving a well-known host of a state broadcaster, CCTV, a decision likely to deal a blow to China's hashtag MeToo movement. Zhao Ziyuan, 29, accused one of CCTV's premier entertainment show hosts, Zhu Zhan, of groping and forcibly kissing her back in 2014 when she was an intern working for him 
allegations he denies. 77 WABC Time Check coming up on 515. And that means it's time for Justin Ellick Thank Sports. You. Thank you, Deb. I am Justin Ellick here with the early news sports update. Another day, another Mets win to go with a terrible Yankees loss. Let's start on a high note with Orange and Blue, who continue to emerge as the best team going in the National League right now. Quite possibly the major leagues as a whole. They continue their onslaught yesterday, completing a sweep of the Cincinnati Reds with the 10-2 shellacking in the finale. Trade deadline edition Daniel Vogelbach continued to snatch the hearts of Mets fans with three RBI on the afternoon. And fellow July acquisition Tyler Naquin put this one well out of reach in just the third inning with uh, his round tripper. There is that. That's launched out to right field by Naquin. Back goes Elmora, and that ball is out of here. A long home run for Tyler Naquin. His 10th home run of the year, his third as a Met, as he continues to demolish the team that traded him away. 6-0 New York. That call courtesy of SNY with the win. The Mets secured a now six-game winning streak and a 9-2 record since the start of August. You couldn't handpick a worse time for an off day with how the Mets are going right now, but that's what New York will get today before welcoming in another scorching hot division rival tomorrow night in the Phillies. Let's do a complete 180 now and check in on the other side of the spectrum as we travel deep down into the depths of despair to meet the mightily struggling New York Yankees. The Yanks are scattered all over right now, and for the life of them, can't seem to put a complete team performance together. Another more than good enough pitching performance from the Yankees. Yankees staff was met with little to no uh, run support from the offense, with the exception of Aaron Judge, who hit his 45th home run of the year yesterday. The Yankees have virtually no one in their lineup right now they can rely on just four hits to speak of yesterday, as this time it was the left arm of Seattle's Robbie Ray who shut down the New York Bats. Carlos Santana played the hero for Seattle with a go-ahead two-run bomb during a three-run seventh inning. That would secure the series win for the Mariners. 4-3 to three is your final from Seattle. The Yanks thank their lucky stars for the off day today before heading to Boston for the weekend to hopefully bounce back against the Red Sox. And finally, it's that time of year again as the G-Men return to the football field tonight to kick off their preseason schedule in Foxborough against the Patriots. That kickoff is set for 7 p.m. Eastern. As for Jets fans, they'll kick it off tomorrow in Philadelphia against the Eagles. For more sports content, follow the 77 WABC Sports on Instagram and Twitter. Here are the early news sports update. I'm Justin Ellig on 77 WABC. L.A. Dodgers now the best team in baseball, best record. Mets beating the Yankees now. Yes. More wins. Yes. Oh, goodness. All right. It's, it's, not, it's not going well for Yankees fans. No, nope, no. Nope. Well, hopefully they'll get back on track. All right. Your forecast from the Ramsey Mazda Weather Center. We have a 40% chance of scattered showers and thunderstorms today. Cloudy skies early on. Then it turns mostly sunny. Our highs 82. The overnight low 71. Mostly sunny day Friday with a high of 78. Right now, 76 degrees. Some light rain reported in some areas. Here's your financial report with Lou Dobbs. This is the 77 WABC Lou Dobbs Financial Report. I'm Lou Dobbs. Stocks back in the green after Wednesday's relief rally. Another key inflation update today. Rivian investors a little anxious. Those stories next. Wall Street boosted by a massive relief rally driven by good news on inflation yesterday. The three major indexes closing at their highest levels since May. The Labor Department today reports the producer price index for July. Wall Street expecting a 10.4% increase, better than June's 11.3% increase. Rivian shareholders bracing for losses with today's earnings report. Supply chain issues causing delays in vehicle deliveries. The company's already started laying off employees as part of its restructuring. Still shares up ahead of today's quarterly update. Disney stock gaining an after-hours trading. Quarterly earnings beat Wall Street targets. Disney Plus subscribers exploded to $152 million for the fiscal third quarter. 
quarter. Please join me three times each weekday right here on this station. This is the Lou Dobbs Financial Report. Keep listening for more to 77 WABC for the Lou Dobbs Financial Report. Checking futures this morning, the Dow up 93 points at 33,353. S&P up seven and a quarter points. NASDAQ's climbed 12 and a quarter. Gold down $8.90 an ounce at $1,804.80. Crude oil at $92.60 a barrel. That is up 67 cents. Save big money on plant protection supplies. Now at Menards. Defend your garden with Triazicide Insect Killer. Its fast-acting formula protects lawns, vegetables, and many other plants. It kills more than 260 insects by contact, above and below ground. Choose from ready-to-spray, concentrate, or granular. Save big money on Triazicide Insect Killer at Menards. And check out our weekly flyer on Menards.com for all the great deals happening now. Save big money at the WABC Early News. Deborah time with your 77 WABC Early News. Oh, what you're hearing there about 100 more migrants from Texas arriving in New York City Wednesday on buses chartered by Texas Governor Greg Abbott to highlight the Biden administration's lax border policies. A record 1.8 million migrants have poured across the border since October. Here's former Westchester County Executive Rob Astorino on Fox. This is so funny that Adams would complain about a busload. When I've been complaining and sounding the alarm since last August of plane loads coming in on a daily basis into Westchester County Airport and also into Stewart International Airport in the Hudson Valley of New York, which is run by the state of New York. Volunteers from the Team TLC NYC charity group are on hand as the busload of asylum seekers arrived in the city yesterday. The Port Authority, this guy John Torres of Waldorf, Maryland, actually gave arriving migrants $20 bills. He's a tow truck driver, and he told the New York Post he traveled for hours by bus to meet the migrants and give them cash because he emphasized with their situation after immigrating to the U.S. from Columbia as a boy. Well, shots fired across from New York City's iconic Plaza Hotel early Wednesday morning, causing chaos. Gunfire erupted about 4 a.m. on 5th, right by the Apple store. It's not yet clear whether these shots came from a car or a group. But police said all people involved scattered at least one left in a vehicle. Some ran away, police say. No injuries reported, though, and the investigation is ongoing. A shocking new video in which a shoplifter beat a Brooklyn laundromat worker with a hammer after the employee caught him red-handed last week. The NYPD says the suspect entered the Aqua Wash laundromat on East 98th Street in the Brownsville section just before 5 a.m. on Thursday. The suspect returned later on, attempting to swipe items without paying. So a 70-year-old worker confronted the suspect, grabbing a hammer, striking the suspect in his head. The suspect dropped the items and took off with a hammer. The victim was treated on scene by EMS for cuts to his head. So far, no arrests in this. And you can take a look at that video as cops search for this attacker. It's up on our Twitter account at 77WABC Radio. Uh, Out in New Jersey, police have arrested a man that they believe is a serial rapist. The suspect, 39-year-old Rogelio Pastrero, is a citizen of Mexico. He was found with a fake green card and a fake Social Security card when arrested on public lewdness allegations. Somerset County Judge Peter Tober ordered the suspect held. I don't see a 
series of conditions, set of conditions that I can impose that would sufficiently protect the public here. So I am going to adopt the recommendation of the public safety assessment, order the detention of Mr. Prestrell. And an alert, Somerset, New Jersey, police officer responding to a report of a man possibly exposing himself in public recognizes suspect from widely circulated sketches. Prosecutors say he has since been linked to at least three or four violent sexual assaults and that there was strong DNA evidence in these cases. The known incidents include a pair of sex assaults at Delaware and Raritan Canal State Park in South Brunswick and Duke Island Park in Bridgewater Township and an attack on a woman running in a park on a park trail in Franklin Township in which the victim was tackled to the ground. Police believe there may be additional incidents and they are asking any potential victims to come forward. On the death toll in a megabus crash with a pickup truck on the New Jersey Turnpike in Woodbridge rose to two on Wednesday. Sergeant First Class of the New Jersey State Police, Lawrence Peel. Preliminary information indicates that at approximately 6.53 p.m., a coach double-decker bus overturned and came to rest on the entrance ramp to the service area. Officials identified a 59-year-old woman from New York City, Cheryl Johnson of the Bronx, as one of the victims. The other victim in this deadly bus crash is 66-year-old Cecilia Kianitza of Woodbury as the uh, fatalities here. All in all, 16 people were hurt after this uh, transit bus crashed into that pickup truck. Three seriously hurt, including the bus driver. More than $200 million in cuts to the New York City public school budget are back in effect, at least temporarily. The state appeals court on Tuesday put a hold on a lower court's ruling requiring New York City to redo its school budget. The appeal was the latest in a contentious back and forth over school funding that has pitted New York City Mayor Eric Adams against the New York City Council and also provoked rage among teachers and educators. The exact amount of these cuts has been in some dispute with Brad Lander, the New York City comptroller, estimating that the cuts actually amount to more than $300 million. Here's Lander back in July on New York One. About 77% of our schools got cut notices from DOE, an average of about $400,000. So I've talked to principals who have laid off their last music or art teacher who were going to have four third grades, but now they're only going to have three. And instead of class size being 24, it's going to be 31 or 32. More than 1,200 city schools or around two-thirds of the public schools throughout New York City will face cuts, according to an analysis by Chalkbeat and educational news website. Well, somebody in Queens just scored a major win. You may recognize that jackpot sound from the uh, Mega Millions drawing their second prize Mega Millions ticket. It is worth a guaranteed one million bucks was sold for Tuesday night's drawing, according to the New York State Lottery. Of course, New York State, one of the many states that participates in the Mega Millions. The ticket was bought from Village Stationery, which is located along Union Turnpike right near Kent Street in Queens. And uh, Mega Millions players can 
Check nylotterynewyork.gov to see if they have the winning numbers for that drawing and each and every other Mega Millions drawing. Your forecast from the Ramsey Mazda Weather Center. We have a 40% chance of scattered showers and thunderstorms today. It will clear, turning mostly sunny. The highs 82. The overnight low, 71. And tomorrow, Friday, mostly sunny skies and a high of 78. We have some rain on and off in some areas right now. 76 degrees in the Big Apple. Coca-Cola's latest experimental limited time flavor is here and it is called, okay, get ready for this one, Dream World. And it tastes like what? Dreams? Well, the company said they took inspiration for Dream World from the Technicolor World of Dreams, adding a dash of vibrant flavors to our great Coca-Cola taste. They said Dream World is a fourth drink to come out of Coca-Cola Creations. And Coke's new innovation platform focuses on limited time items with a digital component. Creation's a way for Coca-Cola to shine a spotlight on its core product while trying to bring gamers and younger audiences into the mix. And uh, people who want to try Dream World can buy it in the U.S. and Canada beginning on August 15th for only a limited time. It'll be available in regular and zero sugar varieties. If you missed the top five of five and other news, be sure to check it out on our website, wabcradio.com. It's the WABC Early News on 77 WABC.